If you're half-assing your graphic designers because you wanted to save a couple bucks, you're probably going to lose more than you actually save. We interrupt this program to bring you this important message. Welcome to Marketing Interruption, a daily podcast powered by Blue Tusker that interrupts your day with marketing news, tips and strategies from an entrepreneur who lives and breeds marketing. Now, let the interruption begin with your host, Andrew Maff. Hello and welcome to episode number 73 of the Marketing Interruption Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Maftone. Today, I'm going to talk to you about uh, content ideas for social media when you don't have a graphic designer available to you. Uh, for those of you who are watching, you'll see I have my laptop with me this time because I finally wrote down, uh, I had a bigger list this time, so I wanted to make sure I didn't forget it. Um, so not having a graphic designer available. So I always, always, always suggest investing in a good graphic designer. This is your brand. It's how it looks. If you're half-assing your graphic designers because you wanted to save a couple bucks, you're probably going to lose more than you actually saved almost every time. So let's say they're out sick because you did get one or you found even a great freelancer that you love that has the availability. Um, And by the way, if you do that, you get a freelancer, first job you should have them do is make a brand guideline because if all of a sudden you don't like the freelancer anymore or they leave or they become, you know, uh, less responsive or something like that. You always want to make sure you have a brand guideline. So when you hire the next one, it's like a templated process, super easy. However, here's the list. So content ideas, if you don't have a graphic designer available, the biggest one, the top one, which we talked about on the podcast for is UGC. So if you can get some user generated content, it's great. You can simply just share stuff that people have shared before. They're already posting about your product. If you have influencers who are sharing stuff or even just regular customers, that stuff is great. So any kind of UGC that you can get, typically I would even suggest, even if you had a graphic designer, use that stuff and don't touch it because UGC is a raw, like your product in the wild kind of picture. And even cleaning it up or adding kind of like your logo to or anything like that can immediately make it not look that real. You want it to be like an organic, true picture. Take it, leave it as is. Uh, another one is GIFs. I love GIFs. If you say GIFs, stop listening to my podcast. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so GIFs. So they work, for me, they work really well in uh, emails. They work fantastic. We use them all the time for certain brands where, you know, like a goofy kind of GIF can work well. Twitter, it works really well. Um, then, uh, so, like, you can add them onto stories and things like that for Instagram. I wouldn't suggest doing them on Facebook. They don't look that good. Uh, they don't really look that great if you do them as, like, an Instagram video either. You kind of have to – it still has to be an MP4. It's a whole different issue. But GIFs in certain channels works really well. Um, sharing videos. So companies like uh, – oh, man, I'm going to forget all their names – uh, Buzzsprout does not Buzzsprout. That's a podcast company. Um, Buzzfeed does them a lot, but ah, oh, there's another one I see them all the time, and I can't remember their damn name. Crap. But we do this specifically on Facebook, where you know, because Facebook, I still like to get as much engagement as we can on company pages on Facebook, 
just because obviously you can re-engage and there's other, there's really great ways that you can leverage that kind of stuff. It's difficult to get traffic or to get engagement on Facebook if you're just posting a picture unless you're boosting it. Um, on Facebook, what works really well is we'll actually find videos that other channels have shared that are great videos that are really relevant to our audience and we'll just share them to our page. We'll, we'll keep the other pages name there. We're not stealing it. We're just sharing it. They still get all the credit and all that stuff, but we get all the engagement. We get all the traffic. They get the video views. Um, it works really, really well. It works fantastically on YouTube or I'm sorry, on Facebook, uh, stuff like that, retweeting and things like that on Twitter can work well too. Um, but if you're, if you can reshare videos on Facebook that are already getting like millions of views, it works out great. Uh, Sharing influencer posts works really well, even if they haven't mentioned your company. So sometimes what we'll do is if we're thinking about working with an influencer, we'll actually share a post that's kind of relevant to the product line we're working with on that product line's social media to kind of see how people respond. And if some of our audience says, oh my God, I love so-and-so, I'm glad you guys shared this or something like that, we know that they like that influencer and we'd be more than happy to do... um, some kind of campaign with them. So it's kind of like testing the influencer a little bit. And of course, we'll give them credit. You always want to share. You always want to tag them in that kind of fun stuff, especially if you do it on Instagram. Uh, Quotes, you know, inspirational quotes and that kind of crap. I'm not a fan of them, but depending on your product line, it could do really well. Uh, I know some people who do um, like sports apparel and stuff like that. They do quotes from coaches. That kind of thing works pretty well. I don't like the motivational stuff just because it drives me insane, but it can work. It can definitely work well. Any kind of quote like that can work pretty well. Um, jokes, especially if you have, in fact, we worked with like a novelty gift company uh, for a long time. Um, and we started doing quotes for them with, uh, with um, just jokes that we were able to find. So we would do different jokes and throw them up on different channels and stuff like that. That worked really well because they were kind of racy jokes. Um, and then the backup idea. So this is if you have a graphic designer that you can leverage and you can actually get them to set you up on Canva, have them create templates in Canva and then have them even just put an SOP together of the really, really easy ways to adjust the template. So if you're putting in words, you're putting in quotes, anything like that, that's the simplest way to leverage stuff that you may have already had a designer do. Or even if you have like slight design abilities, do Canva, take some of their templates for a while and just tweak them yourself for a bit um, until you can get an actual designer to come in and kind of make new stuff. But Canva's got some great templates that you can leverage if you're if you're kind of looking to just like a starter kit kind of thing. Um, but that was all of the examples I had for today. That was it for the episode. Shoot me an email if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want me to go over in the show, marketinginterruption at bluetusker.com. Uh, but if not, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's marketing interruption. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And don't forget to email marketinginterruption at bluetusker.com with any marketing questions you'd like to have answered on the show. And head over to marketinginterruption.bluetusker.com to catch up on past episodes. Until next time, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.